Chapter 21 of Stories of the Bible, Volume 1, The People of the Chosen Land. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Max Holloway. Stories of the Bible, Volume 1. The People of the Chosen Land by Miles Endicott, The Promised Land. Twelve men were chosen, one from each tribe, and sent ahead to see what manner of place Canaan was, if there was land enough, and if the people dwelling there were friendly. The twelve men set out, and after forty days came back again to the camp, bringing rich fruits which they had gathered there. The land of Canaan is a beautiful country, they said, and it is filled with fruits and corn. But we fear the people there, for they are fierce and warlike. At this, many of the Israelites were frightened. Again, they forgot God's promises and began to unbraid Moses for having taken them from their comfortable home in the wilderness. Then God was angry with them. And he spoke to them in tones of thunder, telling them that for their wickedness they should never be permitted to see the promised land of Canaan, that they should die in the wilderness, and that only the children and a few faithful elders should live to reach the promised land. This was a most grievous punishment to the people, but in a few days they had forgotten it, and again Rebellion arose among them. Three men, Korah, Dathan, and Abraham, grew jealous of the power of Moses and Aaron, and asked why all glory should be theirs. Moses, worn with the faithlessness of his people, fell upon his face and wept. When these jealous men spoke thus to him, his heart ached with the injustice of it and he despaired ever of teaching his people. The next day Korah and all his people came and stood before the tabernacle, as Moses had bid them. Then the voice of the Lord spoke, bidding the people move away from the tabernacle, leaving the three doubting men and their families standing alone. Then there came a burst of thunder. The earth rocked and groaned. Then a great gulf opened between the feet of Korah and Dathan and Ebrium, and they, with all their children, were swallowed up. Then God commanded Moses to take twelve rods, and upon the rods write the names of the twelve tribes. On the rod of the tribe of Lehi, he was to write the name Aaron, because Aaron was of that tribe. Place now the rods in the tabernacle, and the rod bearing the name of him, I appoint high priest, shall bud and blossom. And when the morning came, behold, the rod of Aaron had budded and blossomed. Then the people were content, and the rod was kept ever after in the tabernacle. For a time peace was in the camp, and more than once the Israelites came near unto the promised land. But it had been said that they should never reach it, and so many, many times they fell back and turned away.
Over and over again they rebelled at Moses and Aaron, until the patience of those two was exhausted. They forgot themselves to ask for guidance, and once unable to endure greater trial, they cried out, O ye rebels, ye rebels! And there was anger in their hearts as they spoke. By and by the time came for Aaron to die. So Moses took the priestly garments from him and gave them to Eleazar. Then Aaron died, and the Israelites mourned for him thirty days. Then the people wandered on and on, once they were bitten by serpents. And that they might be healed, Moses lifted a brazen serpent in the wilderness and bade the suffering ones to look upon it and live. But now the forty years were nearly at an end. Canaan, too, was very close. And although the elders knew that it was not for them to see the promised land, yet their children would. And so there was joy in the camp. But now the death of Moses was at hand. He was 120 years old and had wandered 40 years, leading the rebellious Israelites in the wilderness. So God said to Moses, Come thou up into Mount Pisgah. From there thou shalt see the fair land of Canaan spread out before thee, although thou mayest never go thither. So Moses called his people together and told them that his end was at hand. He told them of all God had done for his people and how wonderfully they had been led forth from bondage. He then bade them take Joshua for their leader, for he it was who should lead them into the promised land. The people wept most bitterly, and many prostrated themselves before the good man who had borne so much for them. Then Moses turned and went up into Mount Pisgah. There lay the fair land of Canaan at his feet, with its fertile valleys and rich fruits and abundant harvests of corn. Upon this fair scene Moses gazed, then raised his face towards God, thanked him that the wanderings of the children of Israel were now at an end. Then he laid himself down and died. The Lord buried him, but no man knew how or where. And when the children of Israel knew he would come no more to them, they wept too for him thirty days upon the plains of Moab. End of chapter 21. Recording by Max Holloway.